Thanks for joining us on After Dark with Rob and Andrew on America Out Cloud, which is available on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Pandora, or head on over to AmericaOutloud.com where you can click the Listen Live tab for 24-7 talk radio. While you're there, please check out all the articles and podcasts updated daily. And please share those on social media, as I always say. We appreciate that a great deal. We face the same censorship that many of you face. So uh, when you share the articles or podcasts on social media, we do notice and we do appreciate it a great deal. Wow, Rob, we had such a busy weekend of news. I don't know where to get started, but I'm going to go ahead and get started with Barack Obama's new home, Martha's Vineyard, and what we've been seeing go on there. Apparently, they're inclusive. They say that they accept everyone except illegals that don't have any money or housing. So Martha's Vineyard, one of the richest places on earth, says they don't have any housing for these illegals and quickly ship them off after they've proclaimed for years that they're a sanctuary city and all are welcome there. Well, apparently you're not welcomed if you're a Venezuelan or Mexican immigrant. It's like these liberals, they do so much talking and they want all the illegals to come in as long as they're in these red border states like Texas or Arizona. They'd like them to all stay down there. But once you send the problem to them, they're all hands off. We saw Lori Lightfoot in Chicago. What did she do? She sent illegals to a Republican suburb. These Democrats are all talk, Rob, and no action. And uh, I personally love what Ron DeSantis is doing. I love what Greg Abbott's doing and listening to the left meltdown. Try even, even say these illegal immigrants are being kidnapped is completely ridiculous, but it's entertaining nonetheless. Rob, how are you doing tonight? And what are your thoughts on this whole Martha's Vineyard and illegals being shipped all around the country? Well, Andrew, I've got to say, I want to thank everyone for tuning in tonight. And this will definitely, we're going to cover this on the show tonight, everything that happened uh, past week and over the weekend. We know that earlier today, they put the queen to rest after much pageantry, pomp and circumstance. I mean, all the people were there and Joe Biden was there. He and uh, Jill Biden. I don't know if I saw Barack Obama. Was Trump there? I, I I I don't remember. I know that Joe wasn't going to invite Obama or Trump. Well, he wasn't going to invite Obama because had he invited Obama, he would have to invite President Trump. And we know he didn't want to do that because that would have stolen his thunder. And I doubt Biden knew where he was anyway. But be that as it may, like I said, the queen, God rest her soul, she's finally put to uh, rest. Now, in addition to that, that, that took place today. We see that Biden is still out trying to sell his uh, Inflation Reduction Act. And they were jubilant last week, having a end of summer party celebrating this Inflation Reduction Act. Meanwhile, numbers came out, inflation at an all-time high, at a 30-year high. No one wanted to talk about that. They danced all around it, Andrew. They had all these people at the White House, Nancy Pelosi, Chuck Schumer, giving themselves a pat on the back. Oh, look at what we did. Oh, hooray, hooray, hooray. Meanwhile, they were trying to transfer student debts from students who 
legally signed the contract saying that they were going to pay for their college debt. And now the Biden administration wants to transfer it over from them to the American taxpayer. And taxpayers are looking at it and they're saying, well, you know, if you're going to bail out the, uh, the big banks and why, why, not, why not help the students? Well, I'll tell you the big difference. Because had the banks went under, the entire country would have gone under. And they had to give that money back. Who's going to give the money back that we taxpayers have to pay for? And are you going to pay off my student loan debt? I paid it off. And what about future students that are making debt? Are you going to pay that off? See, no one has thought about that. And how are you going to go about paying up all this debt? I'm hearing so many ways that they're going to do it. If you had a certain amount, if you had 10500 and if you paid off the $10,000, they are going to go back and give you a $500 check. And then there are other venues, how they're going to pay it back. It's all what it is. It's just paying for votes. They're trying to get these young people and some old people to pay to go to the polls and vote for Biden in 2024, and then vote for Democrats this November season. Now, if we had a trustworthy media, they would point it out on both sides, left and the right. They would break down the details and say, look, American citizens, voters, this is actually what's happening. They're only doing this to buy votes. Now, imagine, and we have to go there, if Trump, a billionaire, had said, from my own coffers, I'm going to give everyone $1,000. Oh, just to give it to you, because I can't. I've, I got that much money. Fake news, CNN, PMS, NBC, the lying WAPU, the lying New York Times would be all over saying, who he's just paying for votes. He's buying votes. Well, Joe is sitting in the White House, and he's doing the same thing, and no one is saying anything about it. Like I said, they had a celebration on the White House lawn. Oh, and Kamala Harris was there also. The person who claimed our border is secure, the person who's supposed to be the border czar. Yeah, well, I if the border was so, let me just say this one thing. If the border was so secure, when she woke up last week and saw those illegal aliens at her doorstep, I wonder what was she thinking then, Andrew? <laughs> Yeah, that's what I was thinking when you were referring to an end of summer party, perhaps right outside of uh, Kamala Harris's residence, she could throw a, a bash for the illegals. Well, but yeah, because she's saying that, hey, our borders are, sec are secure. Kareem Jean-Pierre, she's saying the same thing. Our border is secure. And while they're saying this, we, have, we see people coming across the border nonstop. Now, we're going to talk about this this entire week. I think we probably have coming on B.B. Diamond one day, and she's going to elaborate on this because she's concerned about this also. And rightfully so. All of us should be concerned about illegals coming across our border. Why can't we protect our border? Why can't we say, no, you can't come here? Now, and here's the irony of it, Andrew. So Biden is having this party on the White House law. He should have invited some illegal aliens. And yes, right. I said illegal aliens and not illegal immigrants because they're not immigrants. The Constitution does not speak about immigrants. The Constitution talks about illegal aliens and the president protecting us against foreign invaders. So they're foreign invaders who have not been invited. Now, some will say what Biden told them to come. Yeah, but there's a process. And while this is happening, you have people 
You have individuals that are going to lawyers and paying lawyers to help them complete an application for asylum and come here. But in New York City, you have them coming in by buses and you have them coming off the buses, thanks to uh, Governor Abbott. And you have a welcoming committee in New York City with them shaking their hands and saying, oh, hey, glad to have you here. But Mayor Adams isn't too happy about it. Mayor your browser in Washington, D.C., she isn't too happy because now they're saying that our homeless centers, they're busting at the seams. We need more help. Yeah, but you say that you're a sanctuary state. So why not let them come here? Why not take care of them? But why are you trying to take care of them? And we have a homeless crisis. Are voters not thinking about this? We have yeah. a homeless crisis. Yeah, and Chicago doesn't have the homeless issue like uh, California does or um, New York City, perhaps not nearly as bad because of the cold weather, but even they won't keep the illegal immigrants. They're shipping them off to a Republican suburb. So why do they keep talking about how they want the illegals in their communities and they keep proving just the opposite? It's part of the brilliance of what Abbott and DeSantis are doing. It's just making these Democrat politicians prove their own hypocrisy. Their own hypocrisy. And just one correction was something that you said, not illegal immigrants, illegal aliens, because they want us to start saying illegal immigrants. They're not immigrants. They're illegal aliens. Okay. And I want people to stop saying that on the news. Oh, the illegal immigrants. No, no, no. Well, we don't want to say ill aliens because it has a negative connotation. Good. It should have a negative connotation because it will keep people from coming. If you try to dress it up and make it nice, they'll keep coming. Oh, I'm an illegal immigrant. No, you're an illegal alien. You should not be here. You're breaking the law. And Joe Biden has broken the law. And I don't know why our fellow Republicans will not call him out and say we need to impeach him. If Trump had done this, they would already they would have already submitted articles of impeachment. He swore an oath to protect our borders against foreign invaders. He is not doing it. Now, some will say, well, it's about the interpretation. Well, every time they impeached Trump, it was about the interpretation, but yet and still they managed to impeach him. Granted, it was not successful, but he should be impeached. I'm sick and tired of this pussyfooting around with words and wordsmithing, and we can't do this and we can't do that. Mitch McConnell should be kicked out of office also. He's a pathetic old man. He won't, he's pulled funding from candidates in Washington state because he wants the status quo. These individuals want to keep people that are going to keep them in power. They want to keep those individuals in Congress and the Senate. I'm on to them now. I am on to them. So he should have also gone to Joe Biden's little summer soiree on the White House, celebrating his, oh, look at what we've done. And Biden's actually going on the road, pitching this. Look at what we've done, and we're going to have electric cars. Electric cars, well, in California, they're telling you, cut back on the electricity. We have a summer that's coming, and these individuals will suffer greatly. But voters can't see it because the media is too busy telling them, Trump, 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 Trump is illegal. Trump has done this. Trump, Trump, Trump. And then we have judges who know what? This is what I don't get, and I talk about this all the time. You look at the law. You interpret the law. You might not like what's happening, but you follow the law. And what's happening right now, our country is being overtaken. I think, Andrew, is probably like about 2 million illegals. And just going back to Martha's Vineyard, 
Lily White Martha's Vineyard, just in case you guys don't know what it is, it's a vacation resort that has been up for God knows how long. And people occupy it during the summer. They want to get away. They want to walk around with their 40, 20 friends and they'll lead us and they want to ride their bicycles and they want to say hi to everyone. And then they have on the store doors, everyone is accepted. There's no discrimination. Well, that's rather interesting because this past week, only 50 illegals came to Martha's Vineyard. 50 now. Well, that's compared to hundreds that have come to New York, Chicago, and Florida, and Texas. Well, Texas, they've got the lion's share of them. But 50 people, Martha's Vineyard, a summer retreat, mansions, the upper crust, elitist. One of the richest communities in all of America. One of the richest communities next to the Hamptons. And they should bust them the Hamptons also. Let them get a taste of it. And here's a kicker. Because here in New York, they're shutting down hotels and they're putting illegals there. Well, Martha's Vineyard is only occupied during the summer. So now that fall is upon us this week, why don't Barack Obama and Michelle and a lot of the other hoity-toities open up their beachfront properties, their mansions that have more, that, more rooms than not and allow these illegals to stay there? Now, I'm hearing that Brazilians are there nonstop, working all around, illegally, of course. But the moment the Venezuelans come in, and there were 50 Venezuelans that came, oh, we can't house this. We, we, we already suffered with enough housing, housing crises. We don't have enough houses for our own people. What do you mean you don't have enough mansions for the hoity-toity? And we can't take it. We don't have the infrastructure. We don't have the services. Well, neither does any of these other cities. Look at New York, they say that they're busting at the seams. Washington, D.C., Muriel Browser, she's crying for the federal government to come in and assist. Yeah, and the average net worth of someone that lives at uh, Martha's Vineyard is probably like, I don't know, $15 million or something like that. You're telling me that they can't afford to just quickly build some facilities for these illegals if they supposedly want them so bad? Well, not only that, Andrew, all they have to do is since they'll be coming back to the uh, states, well, Martha's Vineyard is in the states, but going back to their regular residences, the regular homes or primary residents, they can just turn over the keys to these illegals. Michelle Obama, I mean, they're what a oh, beachfront property. I mean, just turn the keys over. That's what I'm saying. Turn the keys over to these illegal aliens and just say, hey, we'll see you next summer. We're going to be leaving. You can stay here. It's always stocked with food, plenty of room, showers and whatnot, beds. Have at it while you figure out your next steps. Only 50 people. So there's more than 50 people on the island. There's more than 50 mansions. But will they do it? Absolutely not. The very next day, once those illegals came there, they got together the citizens, a little hoity-toity citizens, and said, we can't have this, put them on the bus, and send them to Cape Cod to the Army barracks. And that's where they are right now, the Army barracks. So now we want the government to take care of them. While they've been telling us, if you don't want them here, you are racist and you're this and you're that. Oh, what, wait a minute, Lily White, Martha's Vineyard, plus Barack Obama. Why won't you open up your compounds? Why send them to Cape Cod so that the government can take care of them? What, what happened to your altruism? What happened to your generosity? What happened to you saying everyone is welcome? What about you saying that you weren't racist? What happened? The media should call them out. Voters, beware, wake up, because this little summer party that Biden chose to have, 
was a complete joke, Andrew. Yeah, it was very well said. You're tuned into After Dark with Rob and Andrew on America Out Loud's iHeartRadio channel. We're available Monday through Friday at 9 Eastern, 8 Central Time, or 6 p.m. on the West Coast. We'll be back with more After Dark with Rob and Andrew. Hello, I'm Ben Marble, MD, and I founded MyFreeDoctor.com as a donation-supported, faith-based nonprofit with a mission to save lives by delivering free doctor visits to patients in all 50 states of America. MyFreeDoctor.com treats a broad range of health concerns like COVID-19, long COVID, sinus infections, urinary tract infections, rashes, medication refills, and more. So please visit MyFreeDoctor.com, where we're healing America one person at a time. All right, you've all heard Malcolm and the great Dr. Peter McCullough talk about the pulvidone iodine-based nasal spray, Cofix RX. They talk about it because it's a product that actually works in combating colds, flus, and coronaviruses. Cofix is made in the USA and recommended by thousands of doctors and pharmacists nationwide. It's simple. By attacking viruses where they incubate, you make it easier for your body to heal. Check out the Cofix RX banner ad on AmericaOutloud.com and save 20% by using promo code OUTLOUD. Oral hygiene hasn't changed in 50 years. Brush, floss, repeat. We're told to use fluoride, which doesn't really address the acid-creating bacteria. That is where the dentist-recommended Spry Dental Defense System shines. Spry products contain xylitol, a natural sugar which helps get rid of those nasty, smelly, acid-creating bacteria in our mouth. The best way to care for your teeth and gums is by using Spry. The Spry Dental Defense System has a wide variety of products, toothpaste, mouthwash, mints, and chewing gums that are designed to work together to keep your teeth clean and mouth healthy and smelling sweet all day long. To get your oral care back on track in an easy, effective, and very tasty way, Switch to Spry today. Ask your dentist about Xylitol and the Spry products. Spry can be found online and at all fine natural product retailers. So I just want to continue along those lines of Biden's end of summer party, whereby he was celebrating his Inflation Reduction Act. Andrew, were you invited? Did you get an invitation? I did, actually. I just uh, had other things going on, so I couldn't, <laughs> couldn't make it to the uh, party there at the White House. But oh, yeah, uh, perhaps just, next, maybe next time. There's so much that's happening because we know this week also, like I said, we have the Queen's funeral and the U.S. General Assembly is getting ready to kick off here in New York. So there's going to be traffic galore all messed up. And, you know, they're still trying to debate as to whether or not they're going to let Iran come in, the premier of Iran to come in. I would deny it. Absolutely not. I don't care if the UN is separate grounds. He should not be let here. But another story for a different day. This weekend, the past Saturday, was National Constitution Day. It marks the beginning. It marks the Inception, I guess, 1787, when all these people came together to put together the Constitution and say, we're going to do this, we're going to do that, and also talk about people coming here who aren't Americans and what it takes to be an American. Now, granted, you have a lot of people out there who want to tear down the Constitution and, I guess, create a separate Constitution called the Black Constitution, because only black, these Black woke folks have all these grievances with the Constitution. Well, the Constitution wasn't meant for me. And when the Constitution, blah, 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 blah. 
Well, the Constitution wasn't written for those illegals that are coming here either, but it did say that they can't come here unless they come legally. And these are the same Black people that have a conniption over Queen Elizabeth's funeral. I mean, one college professor even says she hoped she died in pain and all this other stuff. Now, one day, it's unfortunate, but one day, Barack Obama will kick the bucket. Yes, it's going to happen. He won't live forever. He will kick the bucket. And when he does, these same Black people are going to want to hold him in such esteem and have all these celebrations for him. And the moment someone says, oh, man, he's dead, he's gone, we've had several presidents since him. Oh, that's racism. Oh, that's this. Think about what you say. Stop being a pawn. Stop being an idiot. Stop being stupid. Stop being racist. Stop being prejudiced. Yes, Black people can be racist and prejudiced. I see it every day. And it's on full throttle when you turn on the news. Tiffany Cross, Joy Reid, Ely Manzal, that knucklehead. Don Lemon, and so many others, Al Sharpton. But see, they can, co- they can co- couch it now. Because if you say anything about it, they'll call you, especially a white woman, well, she's a Karen. And if it's a white man, oh, he's an old racist white man. Or she's an old Aunt Annie. All these racist, divisive terms. And if you mention Felicia, oh my God, that will be it. But like I said, I will save that for a different day. Want to continue along the lines of Biden's summer party. Well, well, I mentioned the uh, National Constitution Day first. Let me just cover that. So this past Saturday, Merrick Garland flew to Ellis Island, and he gave about 100 or so uh, people who were trying to become Americans, he swore them in and said, hey, you're now Americans. They did it the right way. They followed the rules. They came here legally. They didn't break any laws. They filled out the, uh, the application. So they're now citizens. These other individuals that are breaching our borders, they're illegals and they're here illegally. Look at the irony here. Merrick Garland, a corrupt Department of Justice head, is swearing in individuals to become citizens. Why can't he tell these 200, these 2 million illegals that are coming here, look, there's a right way of doing it. You just can't hopscotch in front of anyone. And then they're trying to put them in red states. Like you said, Andrew, look at uh, Mary Lightfoot. She's saying, oh, what these, these mayors are doing is illegal. It's, they're kidnapping. It's, it's human trafficking. No, what's happening at the border is human trafficking with drug dealers bringing over illegals. And a week or so ago, a bus of illegals died and a truck smothered to death because of the hot heat. No one wants to talk about that. But they want to talk about, all oh, the governors, they're busting these people all over. Okay, Governor Abbott, Governor DeSantis, and the governor of uh, Arizona, you need to send some to Hamptons. That's another hoity-toity place. That's another island. Send them to the Hamptons. Keep sending them to Martha's Vineyard. Because this hopefully will wake these people up. And if, if not that, it'll expose their true racism. Because just imagine, Andrew, the people that are coming here, and the ones that they sent are from Venezuela. And they know where they're going. They're asking them, hey, we'll give you a ticket to go here. Oh, okay, we'll do it. And they don't have a choice anyway. They don't belong in this country. We're giving them a leg up. But just imagine if those Venezuelans were Ukrainians. Oh, my God, Barack Obama and Michelle and the other hoity-toities on Martha's Vineyard 
would have a field day. Oh, come in. You can live here. Come in. Stay here. Here are the keys. So you will, let me get it. You will let the Ukrainians in. But when the brown Venezuelans come in, all, and just 50 of them, Andrew, all at once it becomes a problem. Yeah. Speaking of other places that I'd like to see these illegal immigrants shipped off to, illegal aliens, excuse me, shipped off to. That's right, aliens. um, Exactly. I'd like to see them shipped off to Washington State because their governor, Jay Inslee, once made the claim that Donald Trump threatened to send Washington State illegal aliens. And we welcome that. We told him to bring them on. We'll take as many as you want to send us. So uh, perhaps they should challenge him on that and send some buses up to uh, Seattle or maybe some of the ritzy areas, maybe the Seattle suburbs that some of these uh, rich people live in, like uh, Bill Gates or uh, Jeff Bezos or something like that. And see uh, if they really want to back that up and say, oh, send us all the illegals you want to send us. Uh, We'll see if uh, he's still got the same tone. I have a feeling he won't. Yeah, send them to Redmond, Virginia, Redmond, Washington. That's the Ritzy area. That's where Bill Gates has a compound and Jeff Bezos and so many other of these high tech individuals have their little compounds there at Redmond. Send them there. I mean, because they're okay with sending them in other places. Oh, we can send them all the way to New York. We can send them here and then we'll put them in other red states in Florida and Texas. Because what they're trying to do is change the demographic. They electorates. That's what they're trying to do. Now, some of you would say, well, how are they trying to do that? They're illegals. You're right. They're illegals. But never underestimate the devious mind of a Democrat. What they want to do is to get them in and then start trying to pass laws to make them citizens or give them the right to vote. Because in the Constitution, it does mention that certain demographics should be represented by people. So although they won't have the right to vote, they will count them and say, wait, we have so many brown people. So this area should be represented by Democrats. That's what they're doing. But the moment those illegals start saying, no, we, 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 we ascribe to conservative ideas, they would get them out and give them a first class ticket back across the border. And we also have to admit, that it's not only the Venezuelans that are, and Mexicans that are coming here. You have people coming here from Russia, from Norway, illegally, if I might add. They're coming here, and they shouldn't be coming here. There are terrorists that are coming here. I was reading the other day, and I think I might have sent you the article, Andrew. I think it's in Minnesota. That they have just like a little training camp of illegals that have come into penetrated through the system, have set up shop in Minnesota, and I think some places in Iowa, and they're just having a field day in our schools because they will come here, they will have babies, the babies will become citizens, and we have got to revisit that. There is no reason on earth that these individuals should be citizens, not at all. Oh, I don't care if you did have a baby here. We need to revisit that in the Constitution. It needs to be relooked at because it doesn't make any sense whatsoever because these are anchor babies. Some people say, don't say anchor babies, it's racist. Oh my God, I don't know if you guys hear the, uh, the sirens in back of me. It's probably someone else who's committed a crime here in New York City. It's like nonstop. Why is that? Well, we spoke about that in one of our shows last week because of crime, people not voting the right way. They're voting for these liberal Democrats like Eric Adams, 
who again is a token mayor. That's the only reason why he's there. The man is completely incompetent. Now, as a, a, a police sergeant or what have you, he was probably good. As a community leader, he's probably good. But the moment these individuals take office, they're horrible. Because all of that power and the things that they can do and the things that they don't do, they become corrupt. So that's probably the reason why if you hear the sirens, I'm not on the streets of Manhattan. I'm inside my little home studio, but there's crime being committed. And just think, two decades ago, under Rudy Giuliani, we didn't have any of this, even under Bloomberg. But the moment de Blasio, Bill de Blasio came in, the man who thought he could run for president, the man who thought he could run for Senate, the man who's trying to teach at Harvard, served for two terms, he destroyed the city. He decimated the city. Crime is up. I wouldn't all be surprised if he wasn't at Biden's little end of summer party, soiree, to celebrate the destruction this man has brought on this country. And again, the media will not hold him accountable. Oh, and did you, did you guys see that little interview that he gave on 60 Minutes? This is the first interview he has given, and I think in about 189 days, he's been hiding from the press, going backwards and forward to Delaware. Why is that? Why hasn't the media demanded that he come out and give a, uh, an interview? Why haven't they demanded that he tells us what he knew about Hunter Biden? Why haven't they demanded it? I mean, every chance they got with Trump, they were always, did your son do this? Did Don Jr. do this? Are you afraid that he's going to be arrested? Are you afraid that the FBI? And, and Don had done absolutely nothing. Nothing, mind you, nothing. Whereas Hunter and Hunter's uncle, Joe Biden's brother, they've colluded with the Russians. They've colluded with the Chinese. They're still colluding with all these business deals. And nothing. The Hunter laptop scandal, nothing. During the interview, last night on 60 Minutes, nothing. Pelly didn't say anything about the laptop. He didn't say anything about Hunter Biden possible being indicted. He didn't say anything about Hunter Biden being under investigation by the AG of Delaware. And we know why, because the AG of Delaware is probably trying to work out a deal with Hunter Biden. But even if he's trying to work out a deal with Hunter Biden, over tax evasion. What about the laptop? What about the prostitutes? What about the underage girls? What about the human trafficking that Hunter Biden was involved in? What about the Ukraine deal that he was involved in? What about China? Nothing. Now some would say, oh, that's all made up. Well, okay, let's say that it was made up. Look at all the stuff they made up on Trump. And they still ask the questions. Remember almost a year ago, Leslie Stahl was talking to Trump and Trump said, well, I didn't want to go after Hillary Clinton because of X, Y, Z. He then said, she brought up the, he brought up the Hunter Biden story. And he said, you know, why won't you guys cover that? She goes, oh, Mr. President, that's all. No, she didn't say Mr. President. She said, oh, Donald Trump, that's all. Uh, there you go again, the sirens. <laughs> Criminals are just having a field day. But Leslie Stahl said, oh, but Donald, that's just all hearsay. That's just disinformation. That's been proven to be disinformation. And now we know that it wasn't disinformation. It was real information. But Scott Pelley, did not ask Joe Biden anything about it. You know what he did ask about? About Amtrak and the impending strike they were going to go on. Now, does anyone find it interesting that we only found out about this impending strike 
one week before it's supposed to happen, just all at once, it boom, a strike. Like usually you hear about it like months earlier, and then it starts to work its way down, and then it becomes getting ready to the crescendo where it's gonna really explode. But we only heard about it like about three days or five, four days in advance. And then all at once we woke up and oh, it's resolved. It's been averted. So that's what Scott Pelly wanted to ask Biden about. And Biden, well, you know, I did this and I did that. No, it was all a manufactured drama. They already had the solution, but they want you to think that Joe stepped in and solved it. Joe can't even solve the supply chain crisis that we're having. He can't even solve the border crisis with illegal aliens coming over. He can't even solve inflation or recession. He's saying that they're not in, it's not inflation and it's not a recession, yet he's going to have the Inflation Reduction Act doing this little celebratory party in D.C. Does anyone not find that interesting? That all at once, Joe comes in and he saves the day to avert the Amtrak strike that would have impacted so many of us. I think that's rather suspicious but no one's going to say anything about it. They're just going to pretend as if though it didn't happen. Okay, so what? Uh-uh. I, I don't think so. I, I don't think so, Andrew. There's something more to that. What do you say? Yeah, you're absolutely spot on. And we see this time and time again where Democrats will name something like the Inflation Reduction Act when it will, in fact, do the opposite and just make inflation worse. I mean, this spending bill is one of the largest spending bills in American history, and it's going to be a disaster. And at the same time, not only did he spend that money, he's taken out all this money for the student loan debts. And as you said, there's so many questions. What about people who are um, just going to be going to college? Does this thing roll over into the future for new college students? Do they get their first $10,000 free? Um, it's just been a disaster. And this White House, once again, is not being transparent with the American people. And we've got a media who, instead of holding him accountable, they're actively covering for him and making sure that these things don't get brought up on a regular basis because they're in his pocket and the Democrats' pocket. I mean, it's just really sad, but it's obvious for anyone who's paying attention exactly what's going on. With that being said, we've got a great offer for all of our listeners. We've never done this before, but if you're looking for better sleep focus and energy, you can check out Healthy Cell, the leading innovator of nutritional supplements for cell health. Rob and I did, we're so happy we tried Healthy Cell. And starting now, for a limited time, you can save 25% off with the code OUTLOUD. You can go to HealthyCell.com. Costs nothing to go to the website, check out all the great products, read the reviews. And for a limited time, you can save 25% off your first order with the code OUTLOUD. You will not regret it. HealthyCell.com. Use the code OUTLOUD to save 25% off. Help support the show. Support Healthy Cell. We'll be back with more After Dark with Robin Andrews. These days, every time you turn on the news, it seems like there's a new threat to your health. Maintaining a strong immune system has never been more critical. Advanced Nutrition Company, Healthy Cell, created Immune Super Boost to help you strengthen your immunity. Unlike other supplements that don't work, Immune Super Boost is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed nutrients proven to support immunity, like vitamin C, D3, zinc, elderberry, and echinacea. 
These physician-formulated gels come in a small gel pack. Tear off the top and shoot it down, or mix it in water. Boost your immunity. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. often ask me, Malcolm, how do we fight the corruption? Robert Frost has said it best, freedom lies in being bold. Well, for six incredible years, bold is America out loud. Welcome to the new era in communications, America Out Loud Talk Radio. You already know Genesis plus HOCL is your best defense against viruses. But did you also know it's the most powerful weapon for eliminating airborne mold too? Customers are raving about the Genesis Fogger's ability to tackle mold problems and the bad smells that go with them. And we all know mold is a hazard to your health. There's no airborne invader that Genesis can't handle. Visit genesisfogger.com forward slash out loud to receive a 15% discount on the Genesis Fogger with promo code OUTLOUD. With Genesis, you're ready for anything. Trouble getting to sleep and staying asleep is infuriating. Your mind races, you toss and turn, and the harder you try, the harder it is to drift off. And today's fast-paced digital age makes it tougher. You're not alone. Poor sleep affects over 70% of us. The CDC even labeled insufficient sleep a public health epidemic. Advanced nutrition company, Healthy Cell, created REM sleep to help you quickly fall asleep, stay asleep, sleep deep, and wake refreshed. Unlike other supplements that don't work, REM sleep is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed ingredients, supporting all four stages of sleep using calming herbs, amino acids, and sleep hormone support. Over a thousand reviews with an average star rating of over 4.4 proves it works. Take back your sleep. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. Man, time is just flying by so quickly. And uh, there's just so much we want to talk about. But, of course, we have the entire week to dissect the news and anything else that comes up because I'm sure that we're going to talk more about who attended the Queen's funeral. And I wonder if they have the, well, you know what? I was going to say, I wonder if they have problems with illegals. I do recall about, I want to say a couple of years ago that they were actually having problems with Africans coming over, poor Africans that were coming over, breaching their borders. Germany was having the problem. Angela Merkel, the lame prime minister that she was, couldn't do anything about it. I'm glad she's gone. And look and look at the, the pickle that she's put Germany in, buying oil from Russia. And Trump warned her. He told her, why are you buying oil from Russia and you could be buying from the United States? No, folks, really think about this. He came out and he asked her this, and the media attacked him saying that he was bullying her. He's bullying a woman. And now look at what Germany is going to face now this summer. Russia is now saying, hey, 
we're not going to sell you guys any oil if you don't use the currency that we want you to use. And what currency is that? It's the currency used by China, Russia, and a lot of our foreign adversaries. I think it's also Venezuela uh, and India. So they're all trying to come together and they're trying to squeeze out the dollar. They're saying, we don't want the dollar anymore. We're going to squeeze you out. And you know what? They're going to try to do it now, Andrew, before the next president comes in, because they know that if it's Trump, oh, they can forget it. He's going to put the kibosh on them. See, they were fearful of Trump because they didn't know which direction he was coming from. And some people say, oh, yeah, because they said he was crazy. Well, hey, I will take crazy any day to get that respect. These foreign leaders don't understand niceties. They, under, under, they only understand strength of force. And a lot of you don't know that because in our woke schools, they're not teaching you that they don't believe in this little weak stuff. It's strength. It's force. And that is a reason why Biden is being just completely trounced. You don't hear anything about foreign affairs in Biden right now, do you? No. Because they don't want you, they being the media or Democrats, don't want you to see how much of a weak leader he actually is. He's yeah, completely they, weak. They don't. And we've seen this in Europe before where they bring in the um, refugees or the immigrants to reshape the population and make it a more leftist voting bloc. Um, in London, perhaps, and, uh, they've got over... One million Muslims in London, which accounts for almost 13% of the population there in London. And we saw that explode with all the uh, refugees that came over there over the past 15, 20 years since the war in Afghanistan. But man, I mean, we just see this pattern over and over. These leftist governments, they will bring in these uh, people from outside of their country to vote for them and keep power for the long term and it seems to me that's what they've done in the uk and that's what the democrats are trying to do here in america that's why they are leaving our border wide open as rob said their end goal is to make them legal citizens so they can vote democrat and keep putting the democrats in control to make them legal citizens to keep to vote democrat to keep the uh, democrats in control that's exactly what's happening and just going back to europe yeah they were having problems because as i said they had the africans that were coming over and it was just bursting at the seams and when they came over the cultures were different you look at the swedes swedish sweden and you look at what was happening there women were being raped and the men thought nothing of it the same thing was happening in uk great britain but see, as quiet as it's kept, because we have a dishonest news organization, journalism, that does not want to talk about it. They don't want you to know about the devastation that's taking place. And it's happening here. You can sit down on any given night and turn on the six o'clock news, and that's all you see. Person was killed, person was knifed, this, that, all criminal activity. But they want you to think that it's not happening. And you look at who's committing the criminal activity. Black men. Yes, there are white men that are doing it also. But proportionately, black men, and they should be in jail. And I got to say this also, just thinking back, the uh, Central Park Five, I'm sorry, folks, they did it. <laughs> they did it. They did it. You could come and tell me about the DNA, they this and that. Uh -uh. I'm sorry, they did it. And I think one of the guy's girlfriend even said that he told her that he did it, but then they quieted her. 
He did it. And so many other people are doing the same thing. Okay, but they're trying to let them off. That's just, I know I deviated a little bit, but I want to throw that out there. Now, I, I want to also talk about with these people that are coming across illegally, they're also bringing over drugs, fentanyl, laced and looking like candy. Fentanyl is just like bursting at the seams. Now, the black racists will tell you that the government is only concerned about it now because it's affecting the suburbs and it's affecting white people. Before then, they wouldn't be concerned about it. Now, to me, that is such a racist statement, completely racist. Okay, you should want fentanyl coming into your country or your your uh, neighborhood, period, regardless of the skin color. But you know what? China doesn't care. And China is going to keep pumping those fentanyls through Mexico and letting it come here. And it will continue to devastate our countries and our, I mean, our communities. We got to wake up. And not only that, Andrew, and we're going to have a show about this because I think we need to. If you're on TikTok, get off of TikTok. It is dangerous. Why are you still letting your children be on TikTok? Don't you guys see the inherent danger? No, we've already identified Facebook, that Facebook was dangerous, and Instagram. TikTok is also dangerous. For one, it's from China. I know when Trump was in office, he tried to shut it down. And people got mad. Oh, we want our kids to use it. Then they said, okay, we want to make certain that the servers are here in the United States. And it has no contact with the Chinese. Well, the other day we heard the CEO of TikTok here in the U.S. say, oh, yeah, we, uh, we're here. But there's also some of the stuff that goes back to China. But it's segregated. They, they can't see it. Do you actually believe that? Really? Get off of TikTok. It's dangerous. And not only that because of China's access to it, but I was watching some show the other day, Andrew, and you have this one girl on saying that her new pro, her new pronoun is chat. Like what? Chat. I'm like, what is chat? Well, because she feels that she's a cross between a dog and a cat. But this is how crazy these things have happened. Things are going. Now, just imagine TikTok has a huge following, a lot of young people. So they see this, and then they'll think, oh, well, I feel kind of strange here. I want to change my pronouns. This November, when Republicans take over both houses, they need to institute a law and say that these are the pronouns and we're not changing it. And if the dictionary wants to change it, kick, shut down the dictionary. Okay, this has got to stop. This has got to stop. There are no 12 different pronouns and all these Brazilian genders. It's time to bring back law and order, and it's time to bring back reasonability and common sense. Now, granted, you just can't give people common sense. They have to have it. And as such, we have to help them by saying, we're not going down that crazy rabbit hole. He, she, they, it. And all this on the subject line, your signature line. Have, have you seen this, Andrew, whereby people will sign their signature line sometime on a... Uh, on an, an email, and they'll put her pronouns, her, she, hers. Have you seen that? Unfortunately, I have. It's, it's really stupid. And when I see it, I'm like, I want to distance myself between that with that person, because it makes absolutely no sense. You don't have to tell me what your pronoun is. I can see it. 
but we don't want to misgender anyone. All this misgendering, all this mess needs to be shut down. And again, this is coming out of this White House, out of the Biden White House. And that was part of their celebration when they were celebrating the failed America policies that they're claiming is just the best. All of this stuff is coming out of that White House. We need to shut it down. We cannot be, I want to say we can't be nice, but we're being nice by helping them out. But it needs to be shut down because it makes absolutely no sense. Everything that we've been talking about tonight have been failures of this administration. But they still want to celebrate it. They say, oh, he's doing such a good job. And they themselves know that it's a failure. Because if it wasn't a failure, why are the folks at Martha's Vineyard having a conniption? Because 50 people came over. Yeah. And I don't believe that his approval ratings really at uh, 45%, like they're saying it is now. This thing was in the low 30% about two months ago. I believe that it was even lower than that at the time, but the media wouldn't admit it. And uh, 45%, come on, that's completely ridiculous. There's no way 45% of the country is happy with the direction we've been going in with the Afghanistan debacle, with all these spending bills. Uh, Joe Biden has just been an utter disaster and failure, and he can't even put together a coherent speech. So uh, it's hard for me to believe that that's a real number. What do you think of that number, Rob? It's not a real number. And what's sad, Andrew, is that the media will not dissect that number and call it out. They won't go back and say, well, how can this be when a couple of months ago it was like that? They won't dissect it. And that's the anguish that I have. It it really upsets me because again, when Trump was in office, they all tried to fact check him. They would all try and scramble and get their numbers and say, this is the reason why this can't be so. And you know why they were doing it? Because they were mad that he was succeeding. And I've said this before, and I will say it again. What people have to realize is that the Constitution, and again, we had just had the Constitution, National Constitution Day this past weekend, it was set up to define the roles of the different offices that we have here in the country. And one of the roles was for the presidency. And while all of you have been glamorized and fantasized of a president, who's supposed to be this figurehead, who's supposed to be this proper speaker, and supposed to look a certain way and dress a certain way, that couldn't be any farther from the truth. Because when you look back at the beginning, some of the people who were president, some of them were rebel rousers, okay? And they were rough around the edges. And that's how they got things done. That the ones who were proper and prim, like Woodrow Wilson, who gave us the corrupt FBI that we have today, they were the ones who made all these mistakes that we're living in today. So we have to be aware of that. And we have to pull back and start looking and saying, wait a minute, are these the individuals that we want to lead us? Because some of them have been compromised. Joe Biden is definitely compromised. They talk about Trump being compromised. It's like, what? how was he? How is he? Look at all the investigations. If these people had anything on him compromising, don't you think it would have leaked to the Washington Post already or the New York Times? And someone will say, well, information is leaking. Yeah, but the information is being leaked. It's being leaked by someone who has a dog in the game with an arterial motive. All this stuff about the Trump raid. Oh, well, they said that Trump said that he only had clippings in, the, uh, in those boxes. Why now are they only bringing that up? Why didn't they bring that up at the very beginning? You see what I'm saying? They're making stuff up. 
so that you will think that something nefarious happened. When in actuality, nothing nefarious has happened and will happen other than what they themselves are doing. Yeah, that's exactly right, Rob. And I almost blame uh, the Republicans to a certain degree for Joe Biden's approval rating ticking up slightly because all they had to do was sit back and do nothing. I mean, Joe Biden was destroying himself. The country uh, was in shambles. And instead, they come out like people like Lindsey Graham with these controversial abortion bans of course people (laughs) like rob and i were like okay that's fine but the timing was just horrible once we get the house and senate back then come out with this bill not in the middle of a tough midterm election and it's almost like that they've put a lot of talking points right back into the democrats court that they didn't have to all that republicans had to do was just sit back and continue to let biden destroy himself but i feel like uh, some of this controversial things like the abortion ban that's uh, you know more of a 50-50 issue uh, is costing republicans right now it is costing republicans and i was watching fox the other day and Jesse Waters really lit into Lindsey Graham and said, Lindsey, I know what you were doing, but the timing was off. And of course, Lindsey Graham tried to defend it. Well, I think any time is a right time to defend uh, the most innocent, to defend a baby's right to live. It's like, Lindsey, we get it. But where were you earlier on? Where were you when this information was leaked by someone in the Supreme Court? Why don't you bring that up and say, who leaked the information? We've been waiting for God knows how long. We should have already known who leaked it. As opposed to, I'm going to put yeah. forth this national bill. It's like, no, don't put it forth. Look at what the Democrats did with this, the marriage, same-sex marriage ban, bill. They said that we're going to put it off until after the midterms. It's like, you're going to think strategically. Maybe he was, as we said. Maybe he was thinking strategically because he knew that it would be difficult for Republicans to talk about. But in my view, as I said before on one of our shows, I don't find it difficult to talk about because the only thing I would say is, look, you won't have to worry about that because chances are you'll get killed from the criminal activity that's taking place. But Lindsay, would his, uh, these guys, sometimes you wonder, what the heck are they thinking? Maybe they should have gone in and done a celebration with Biden and his little party when he was celebrating the Re- Re- Inflation Reduction Act. Americans are suffering and Biden is celebrating. It makes absolutely no sense. Stop giving these guys a, a, a hand. Let them defend themselves, them being the Democrats. That's the reason why they're hiding. That's the reason why they don't want to debate a lot of Republicans, because they have nothing to run on. Can you imagine if they were to say Biden was having a celebration while Americans were suffering? What is your position on that? Like I said, Biden goes on 60 Minutes for a softball interview. No hard questions. I mean, Republicans should be out right now saying, why didn't he why didn't he ask him about this? What about Hunter Biden? Why didn't he ask him about the economy? Why did he ask him mainly about the crime that's exploding and letting illegals come here? Crime, crime, crime is the order of the day, Andrew. Yeah, it really is. Great show, Rob. Thank you all for joining us on After Dark with Rob and Andrew on America Out Loud, which is available on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, Pandora, wherever you stream. Please like, subscribe, leave us a five-star review, or go to AmericaOutloud.com where you can click the 24. Click the Listen Live tab for 24-7 Talk Radio. We'll see you next time. And remember, stand for something or fall for nothing. Nothing.